So it's 2019. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. The company was actually co-founded by Ray J, and celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Melissa Etheridge, Cardi B, Brandy, J.R. Smith, and more are already obsessed. Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable and so easy to take anywhere. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. Raycon offers their wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of fun colors and at an unbeatable price. So go to buyraycon.com slash iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart. Emmy-nominated celebrity hairstylist, makeup artist, and entrepreneur with more than 35 years of experience in cosmopolity, cosmetology and beauty instructions. His business include the Charles Gregory Blow Dry and Beauty Bar, located in Midtown Atlanta, Georgia, where he is owner and operator. He's also the creator of the renowned wig collection. Please welcome the money-making conversation, Charles Gregory. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I'm good. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, first of all, uh, let's let's consider ourselves friends. Yeah. Because I developed this show, uh, kind of like, you know, when I stopped managing Steve Harvey. I was trying to mm-hmm. find my voice. Mm-hmm. And I uh, almost two years ago, I, I launched this show, and it was just celebrity-driven. Mm-hmm. All my friends in the industry. And then one day, I, I, I told my staff, I go, what is this show? Mm-hmm. Why am I doing this show? And now it's a show about giving a voice to entrepreneurs mm-hmm. that they can count on, they can trust. That when they come on my show, it's not a, it's a show about your brand. Yes. And also giving advice to people who are trying to travel the path that you 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 built. That's very that's very good because people need that. You know, we need mentors nowadays. And that's what this is. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I'm I'm into mentorship yes, because I I um, I'm an educator as well. Right. Um, uh, I was educator for Soft Sheen Carson for like 10 years. So right. I was uh, artistic director with them as well. So uh, I worked in research and development right. with uh, Mazzani Soft Sheen. So I helped, helped develop that product. So uh, And I, I went around the country teaching uh, stylists. So I did that early, in the early part of my career and uh, teaching them, them different haircutting techniques uh, and uh, how to use the product properly for Soft Sheen and Mazzani. And uh, I helped to uh, create a lot of the ad- ads that you saw for Mazzani Wave right. Nouveau Carefree Curls. So I, you know, I was instrumental in, uh, you know, helping helping Bro- to make the wave. Carefree yeah, Girls. exactly. <laughs> helping to uh, to bring bring that into the forefront uh, of the African American uh, uh, heritage for 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 our culture as far as. With the hair industry. So in 35 years, that means mm-hmm. you went through a lot of different, you know, the, the, the afro, the braids, mm-hmm. the, 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 the soft sheen look. Exactly. You know, that, that, that dominated. Uh, so what's, what style? Now it's the natural style. Yes. That's the dominant tone, even though, you know, people still out there getting perms and getting their yeah. hair straightened. What, 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 what's happening out there in the world of hair? These in days? the world of hair now, um, you know, it's the natural look, but, you know, wigs are the thing now. Right. It's like, uh, what's that rapper that uh, just got out of jail? Meek Mill? Meek Mill. Mm -hmm. You know, he's kind of complaining about the wigs because the women are wearing all these lace wigs. (laughs) These guys don't know that they have wigs on because they look so real. Right. You know, so, you know, when they get them in the the room, in the bedroom, and they start wanting to rub, put their hands in their hair, 
<laughs> and then they start feeling this glue and all this right, stuff. Right, and, you right. know, they think, oh, my God, what is this? So, you know, it's like it's a lot of women wearing wigs because they're very convenient. Right. And they look good. Look and good. they make them sexy. What, what, made, them, what made the transition? Because my, you know, my mom wore wigs. Well, I tell you, what, my mom I'll tell you how, how, how it today. happened. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you how it happened. It, um, you know, women have been wearing lace wigs since the 30s. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been actually doing lace wigs in the movie industry since the 90s, early mm-hmm. 90s. Mm-hmm. And uh, it kind of caught on after, uh, I think, Tyra Banks and Beyonce kind of let the cat out of the bag. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. Uh, their, hair, their hairstylists put lace wigs on them, and uh, they looked incredible. And, right. uh, and women wanted to know, oh, my God, I want my hair to look like that. Okay. Because it was blowing in the wind, you could see scalp, right. and it looked like it was growing out of their right. scalp. Mm-hmm. So they they wanted that, and so it created a, such a demand. Mm-hmm. So that's what people want now. And uh, because when you put a lace wig on and and you glue it on properly, mm-hmm. it looks like it's growing out of your scalp. Okay, well, you, I'm male, mm-hmm. so help me when you say the word "glue it on." What does that well, mean? Well, you have to. What they do, it comes with a very fine lace that you can see through. Yes, sir. And they take one hair at a time. And wow. they well, they do what you call ventilate. Mm-hmm. They, we ventilate the hair through that lace mm-hmm. so that it matches your skin tone. They dye they dye to look to your skin tone. Right. So when you when we glue it, it's a clear glue, mm-hmm. and it dries and it clears. It's clear and it and it's like it looks like your skin. So when we when we glue it to your like forehead, it looks like it's hair growing out of your skin. So it it it's, it just mimics your skin and hair. So it looks like 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 you might have gotten hair right. Well, you don't have it. If you got and don't have edges, you can you can just have edges now. My next question would be, uh, how long can you wear that a wig? Is uh, it, is it just usually, like- no. You can, it was designed to wear like put it on, take it off okay, in the cool. movie industry. Okay. But uh, with the commercial success of these wigs, uh, they've gotten so many uh, different glues that you can wear it for a week to two weeks without thought. taking it off now right. mm-hmm. because they've made the they've made better glues. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got. Adhesive that that uh, doesn't damage your your skin and your hair, and it doesn't you know they they've made a made, made better glue surgical adhesives that will hold for like two weeks, That's and awesome. you just take it off, you know, go to the salon, have it removed, right. have your wig shampooed, clean the wig, have it reglued, and you're set for another two weeks. Or cool. So. Well, tell us about your wig collection. Okay, let's well, let that nice transition. Okay. Come on now. Cool. Well, you know my wig collection. Uh, what I, I did, I mean, everybody's doing wigs, but, you know, I wanted to do wigs that were um, going to be custom. Yes, sir. And um, I, I like to do wigs that are custom hairline because sometimes the hairline on, on the wigs that manufacturers make, they don't match our hairlines. They're, sometimes they're like really straight hairlines and they don't look real. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't have widow's peaks. They don't have the temple area is not matching. And mm-hmm. certain things, it, the, the, these little nuances, it, 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 it makes it not look real. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, like, I like hair to look real. And so a lot of times what I do with some of my wigs is um, I will ventilate uh, kinky hair around mm-hmm. the edges. Right. And uh, what I do is because you know nobody's hair is, is bone straight, especially our, especially our black women. Absolutely, you know they Absolutely. got they got edges. Absolutely, and oh, I like baby hair. Baby, is it? <laughs> well, it's baby hair for some of them, but some of them got edges. Now you know some of these women got edges. They got they got that kunachi <laughs> don't you stuff. You know it's like really kinky kente. So you know you gotta you gotta deal with that, and we they have a lot of uh, kinky textures. Right. Now you know some of these women got these kinky textures. And they want to put this European hair in. It doesn't match. Right. Mm-hmm. So I like using different textures. I like using the kinky texture. I like to put kinky edges in. And what I do is I put them in, but I use a pressing comb to press them. There so it go. makes it look real. There you go. So there that's, you go. that's 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 where I it, do. It almost feels custom. It, it, it is custom. 
Mm-hmm. So w- when you get those kinky edges in, you put that pressing comb on, you know, it's going to look like, okay, it looks like your edges. You ain't got to do the baby right, hair. Right, right, Okay, right. Okay, because it's right. going to look like your real edges. And right. if you start to perspire, them things, is gonna, they're going to start kinking up like yeah, your they, edges. They, like you're supposed to. Like so, you're supposed to. you know, it, mm. it really takes it to another level mm-hmm. and makes it look more now, authentic Now, that's a, that's a vision, okay? Yeah. Now, when, when, when you ever you start a vision, mm-hmm. people always question, yes. why are you going to do that? Yeah. It's, this is what everybody else is doing. Yeah. How did you walk through that? What, what, well, what, you know what? It's just like... I was doing, uh, I've been doing wigs and movies, uh, and I did um, this show with uh, Tashina Arnold, and uh, she was she was wearing a wig, mm-hmm. and the wig was so straight, I said, now I need, this 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 wig don't look like it's growing out of her scalp. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I ordered this kinky hair, and I ventilated some kinky hair around her edges, and then I started to press it, and it made it look more real. Mm-hmm. And uh, I started to use that. It, uh, it was a show... Um, on Showtime, what was the show I did with her? Uh, it was a uh, what was that show? Uh, what you said, Showtime or Star? It was on, on Stars. Uh, Survivor's Remorse. Uh, I did that with brilliant her. Brilliant show. Survivor's Remorse. Mm-hmm. I did that with her, and so she wore the wig, and uh, basically, I wanted it to look like her hair, and it did. And it I, did. I, I was a fan of that show. Yeah. So you I, saw it. I right? saw it. I saw it. I yeah. Saw it. So what I did, and she I, was always throwing it. I know she threw it. She <laughs> loved it. So I, I, I just wanted, I didn't want it to look like a wig. And I did that for uh, Erica Ash as well. So she had a wig on too. It was a blonde wig. Mm-hmm. So I did that for her too. So oh, just okay. so that, you know, I didn't want them to look like the I'm regular lace wig. Thank Impressive. you. Thank you very much. Because I, because I, especially yeah. Erica, I, yeah. you know, I thought she just dyed her hair. Yeah. Thank and that you. was a wig. Thank you. Oh, and then I also uh, did, a, did a wig on uh, Epatha Murkison when I did uh, Lackawanna Blues. I don't know if you remember that movie for Absolutely. HBO. Absolutely. Yeah, I did that. And uh, that's what movie I was nominated for an Emmy for. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wanted the texture to look like it was back in the day. Right. I didn't want it to look like a wig. But I wanted it to look like natural, you know, black woman's hair. Right, right. So the texture that I used for that wig and then the, uh, the hair that I used, you know, it, it looked like it was pressed hair. So, so we, we we're talking about wigs, mm-hmm. okay? And you have a you have a a, 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 a location in Midtown yeah. Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Right on I'm Peace assuming Street. that the mm-hmm. uh, the wig is online. Yeah, uh, I have I have a website. Mm-hmm. It's called um, therenownwigcollection.com. That's that's perfect for you. Therenownwigcollection.com. <laughs> I, I would think of no other name. The Renowned exactly. Wig Collection. And I tell you where I got that name from. <laughs> Actually, uh, my friend Vincent, that's sitting over there, he he started working me back. Uh, he, when he first got out of beauty school, like maybe 25 years ago, mm-hmm. when I had my salon Lindbergh, mm-hmm. he, was, he was one of my first workers. He had just got out of beauty school, so mm-hmm. he worked with me. Mm-hmm. So I used to, they used to come to work, and I, used to, I, I was very uh, adamant about them coming on time, wearing shirts and ties, <laughs> right? And so uh, he started calling me, he called me the renowned. Right, right, right. Way right, back right. then, and he just kept calling me the renowned. Every time you see me, he said, the renowned, the renowned, the renowned. Mm-hmm. So this year, I said, last year, I said, I think I'm going to start calling myself the Renown because he calls me that all, all the, the time. time. Right. So right, I said, right. I'm going to just go ahead and add that on my name because that's and what I he love calls it. me. And I love it. It's perfect because guess what? Yeah. The, the thing about it, you know why it fits? Because you've mm-hmm. heard it so long. Yeah. It's part of your culture. It's well, part that's, of your mentality. You know what? That's what he spoke into my life. Mm-hmm. He spoke that into my life. Right. He kept calling me the Renown, the Renown, the Renown. So I said, well, I'm going to go ahead and receive that and yeah. be the Renown. 
You know, the interesting thing about it, that's why I would tell people, you yeah. got to have people mm-hmm. around who champion you. Yes. And that's something I had to discover. Because yeah. you you got to have people to tell you how great you are. You got to exactly. have people to tell you how special you are. Exactly. What you're doing is differently. And that's all he was doing. Exactly. He was Finally, speaking. you in, decided to listen. Yeah, he was speaking prophetic words into my life. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Yeah, no, exactly. No. He was speaking prophetically in my life. And, and I didn't know it. You know, it's like, come on now. <laughs> That's why that's why we have to speak prophetically over over our children, Absolutely. over everybody we meet. You want to speak prophetic things over them. You know, speak speak good things. And it's important because yeah. one of the reasons I wanted to, because to me you're a legend, okay. And well, sometimes thank you. Thank sometimes you. when you when you're doing things in a craft that's behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. People just assume, like I said, here I am watching your work on Survivor's Remorse, yeah. not knowing it's mm-hmm. you, and thinking that, and then now 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 being able to communicate with it, and then break down the skill set yes. that's tied to it. You're not just throwing wigs on ladies' hair or no, men's hair. I'm creating you, characters. You're creating characters. Yes, creating and with characters, the, with, and yes. these 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 things can create a, a different social change for you. When we come back, I want yes. to talk more about the, the the location that you have in okay. Atlanta. But I want oh. to talk about my the movie Vice. Too. Okay, we can talk about that as well. We'll yeah. be back in a few okay. minutes. The movie Vice, right? Yeah, why why did Tyler Perry? He's playing hey, Colin Powell. Thank you. Let's go. talk about that. Be right back. <laughs> Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. You're back on uh, Money Making Conversation. Uh, my, my guest is Charles Gregory. If you don't know, the renowned Charles Gregory, 35 years in the business, launched the renowned wig collection with wig styles for women and men. The wigs are top-notch, made with the best human hair and very fine lace, which is used for film and TV to be undetectable under the scrutiny of today's high-definition camera. The renowned wig collection is available online and also at his beauty bar in Atlanta, Georgia. Please welcome back to the show, uh, Charles Gregory. His beauty bar is called Charles Gregory Blow Dry and Beauty Bar. Thank you. Thanks. Well, we got Glad a lot to, to talk back. about. Yes, uh, we do. I'm sitting next to a celebrity. Let's start talking about these movies that you you were talking about before we left there. Okay, air. yeah. Let's talk that about this man. movie. And the movie I want to talk about right now is Vice. Uh, that's the movie that's up for Oscars now. Several Oscars it's been nominated for, including Hair and Makeup, which yes, I did work on. Um I'm not fortunate enough to have my name uh, called for the nomination, but I did work on the team, work with the team. Uh, I did Tyler Perry on that movie. He played Colin Powell. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you saw the movie, you would see that he has uh, hair like Colin Powell. Right. But, you know, Tyler (laughs) doesn't have any hair. Uh, So uh, I I, uh, helped design that wig that he's wearing uh, to make him look like Colin Powell. It's it's a full lace wig. It's it's lace all over. Tell me about it. How Mm -hmm. How was you invited to the project? And how did you sit down? Did you talk to Tyler? Did you go back and forth on what he, okay. the look? The way I was invited to the project is that the wig maker that I normally use in L.A. named uh, Bob Kretschmer, he um, he called me and said, Charles, I have a job here, and um, I need you to help me with it. Right. Uh, he usually consults me on a lot of wigs because, he, 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 you know, I'm an uh, expert in doing black wigs. And... Um, so uh, I said, okay. He said, well, it's for Tyler Perry. I said, oh, you know, I work with Tyler all the time. Mm-hmm. I do Madea and all that, you know, mm-hmm. so I've worked with Tyler a lot. Mm-hmm. So I hadn't worked with him in a while. Mm-hmm. So, and then he put me on to Tyler's uh, makeup artist, right. we, which does all the special effects, which his name is Wes Wesley. And he was going to do special effects for him to, uh, you know, make him look like Colin. Mm-hmm. And when I got in touch with Wes, you know, Wes get, sent me some pictures and stuff. And we collaborated, and then he told Tyler that I was going to be on the project. So Tyler said, "Oh yeah, Charles, yeah, because <laughs> he knows me, because you know we've we've been uh, been together for you know maybe fifteen mm-hmm. years, and I've done all of a lot of his shows, House of Pain. I've been department head on a lot of his movies, his, his TV shows, and stuff. So you know, we maybe we thought the history's thought there. there. The history's mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So um, when I did when I designed the wig, uh, I took the pictures and I saw the wig. So I had Bob to make the wig 
uh, with white hair. So he made it pure white right. because uh, it was like salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to control, okay. I wanted to control uh, the amount of salt and pepper that I got. So mm. instead of having him do gray and black hair, I wanted him to do white hair so that I could artistically color it to make mm. it look like I want, like to match Colin Powell. So I, I, that's how, how I um, came up with the, the salt and pepper. So I colored the wig so that it strategically looked uh, just like Colin's hair as far as where he grayed and where he was black and where he wasn't. So you're an artist. Yeah, I'm an artist. Yeah. You're an artist. Yeah, I'm an artist. I, yeah, and I, actually, uh, I studied uh, art uh, as it uh, relates to hair, hairstyling and structure. So I do teach, I have a class that I teach on, on um, uh, hair, stru- hair, hair design as it relates to art and teach your art principles on how to do hair design as it relates to uh, different art principles like repetition, alternation, um, uh, progression, all these things that, that you need to be an artist. And I teach you how to, how to take the medium of hair and create artistically beautiful hair designs. So when, you, when I look at you mm-hmm. and I look at that, there's a certain, uh, I'm, I'm talking to a professor, mm-hmm. okay? I'm talking to an individual that just confidently talks about it. And so mm-hmm. when one comes into your beauty bar, mm-hmm. what is the expectation? Of a client. Or the a expectation customer. is just to leave more fabulous than you came in and to leave with a smile on your face and just to leave feeling uh, motivated and just to feel, feel uplifted. Mm-hmm. Because when, when women are, are beautiful, they feel they, they have self confidence. Right. I, I give them self confidence in themselves and I, I make them feel better. Right. And that's, 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 that's what part I love about my job is making you look in that mirror and I want to see a big smile on your face. <laughs> And when you walk to the register, I want to see a bigger smile when I give you my price. <laughs> okay, and you'd be happy to pay it. Uh, there you go. Okay, because you go. so, you're going to be happy because of what I've given you. So that the, you're in Atlanta. Why, why did you choose that location? And as an as a you know, you had all this, mm-hmm. you had this experience, you had mm-hmm. this reputation. Why did you trust yourself enough to be an entrepreneur in a brick and mortar? Well, you know what? Um, my mother owned a beauty salon in Charlotte, and I came up in a salon when when I was. As far as I can remember, she's always had a salon, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I just I just had the entrepreneur spirit uh, mm-hmm. through uh, uh, hereditary. Right, right, yeah. right. So I've always been I've always sold something, even as a child. I I grew up selling seeds, selling candy, mm-hmm. selling yeah. uh, Mary Kay as a teenager. <laughs> selling. I even sold, tried to sell wigs. I I worked in a wig shop when I was when I was a teenager, like fifteen. Mm-hmm. I would I would cut afros in mm-hmm. the teen in in a wig shop. Uh, just, I worked in this Korean wig shop downtown Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I would cut afros. Just lay, I would go by there every day and watch this Korean cut these afros. And she, she got tired of me. She said, let me show you how to cut afros. Let me show you how to cut. And she gave me a job. And then, then she taught me how to do shing yans and taught me how to do stuff before I even got out of high school. So it's just been, uh, it's just been in me to do that. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. When did you start trusting yourself? Because I, I, the reason I say that mm-hmm. is that um, I remember that I, I can't cut anybody's mm-hmm. hair. That's I mean that's a nerve wracking yeah. experience. Mm-hmm. You know, people think that's simple. Somebody's going to sit in your chair mm-hmm. and you have a razor and you have to cut their hair. Yeah. When did you start trusting yourself? Well, you know, I always believed I could do it and I always tried to do it, but I never trusted myself until I went to beauty school and really got all of the fundamentals. And then once I got that, it's like I took off. Mm-hmm. I like perfected everything. I was I was already doing hair and straightening right. hair at home and right. doing this. Right. But once I learned how to do the the cutting and the the styling and the blow drying and the and the chemical stuff, once I learned that, you know, the sky was the limit. So what are the mistakes that uh, the young stylists do or people who get in the business? What are the mistakes that they the do? The mistakes they do is they stop 
educating themselves. They stop learning. They stop. They think once they get out of beauty school, they know it all. Mm-hmm. They think they, they stop learning. And what happens is they get left behind. They, they get left behind technology. Mm-hmm. Things are different now. Mm-hmm. You know, people, I used to use the oven and stuff. The, you know, the oven is, is, is passe now. You got to use the ceramic irons. You know, they, it's, you got to change with the times. If you don't change, you're going to be behind. You know, you got to stay educated. You got to keep going to classes. You got to remember that there's always somebody out there that can do stuff better than right. you. There's right. always somebody you can learn from. Learn from from younger people. Right. You know, don't think you know it all. Right. Right. You know, right. I learned a lot on YouTube. YouTube <laughs> University me a lot. You know, when I don't know something, I go straight to YouTube. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and and I I see what's happening today, and and you have to praise young young uh, stylists mm-hmm. because they they are the future, and you know. They, there is some bad stylists coming up, it you know, really, and, really and I'll tell you what they—they—they really they, 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 they working circles around these older hairstylists. If you ain't keeping up these young young stylists, honey, you you gonna be left out. Absolutely, and that's what okay. I'm saying is that you gotta keep learning. Because I'm, I'm I'm talking to a legend, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the renowned, okay, yeah. and I'm gonna keep throwing it yeah. out, and not jokingly. Mm-hmm. I, that's that's the truth. Exactly, that's the truth. And because of the fact that you's telling me, mm-hmm. Rashawn, yeah. look, I'm still. I'm still yeah. crafting. I'm still yeah. out there. You're not gonna wake up me, and see me behind that. Let me tell you, I graduated beauty school in 1980. Mm-hmm. And I'm still, to me, I'm relevant in in the hair industry. Yes, you are. You know, I'm not. I'm not doing the same old styles I did in the 90s and and in, in, in 2000. Mm-hmm. I'm doing what's current and present. Right. So I got I got young girls coming to me. I got I ain't got all these old women coming. I look to half the old women I had. They gone. <laughs> They gone or they 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 uh, got nurses and all this stuff. You know right. the women I started with. You right. know, so I got I got I have, I have young clients. You know, I have still have a lot of my old clients. Right. They're still with me. Right, right. But I have a lot of young girls coming in college. Girls, that's the key. Teenagers. That's the key. That's you know, key. they're always, coming to me. That's the key. You got to yeah, keep exactly the younger. I always say keep your audience ten years. Exactly. Bring another set of ten exactly. years. Exactly. And that the the mamas, then the yeah. daughters, then mm-hmm. the grandkids. Yeah. That's that's your career. When yeah, I say thirty five yeah, years, exactly, and that that's important. And I keep young people working around me too. Yeah, I have a lot a lot of young people working with me. Mm-hmm. I train them and I watch them. They train me. I learn from them. They learn from me. I was about to ask you that. Mm-hmm. It's important that you say that publicly. Yes. that you're willing to listen. Oh yeah, you that have you, to. That you're willing to share. You have and to you're share. willing to understand that your skill set is a blessing. Exactly. That you mentor. Talk about the mentoring part. Well, you know what? It's ha- it, it, the more you give, the more you get back. Mm-hmm. So you have to give. You have to give back because that's a part of who you are. Right. And you have to leave a legacy. You know. What's your legacy? My legacy is to make. Sh- I, I want every stylist when you when you get into this business, I want you to be the best that you can be. Right. When you come around me and you're in my salon and you work with me. I'm going to badger you. You're going to be the best of me. You're going to either hate me or you're going to love me because I'm going to badger you. I'm going to make sure you get it. Right, right. If you don't get it, then you're going to be, you're going to, you're going to be, I mean, you're going to either love me or repel me. Right. Because I'm going to make sure you get it. Right, right. And you and, be successful. And that's, that's important mm-hmm. because of the fact that when I look at, uh, you know, my life. Yeah. And I look at people feel I'm successful. Mm-hmm. It really goes back to who you helping. Mm-hmm. It really goes back to what's your legacy because what you were remembered by because mm-hmm. of the fact that in the end, why are you taking it to your grave? It's exactly. So how has how, how the transition to technology played such a major role in what you're doing now? I you know, know you mentioned YouTube. It's, it's played a, 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 a great role. You know, I tell you, uh, I was one of the first salons in Atlanta to be computerized. Uh, I was computerized back in the 90s. I had a database. Right. I had a, uh, wow. I had a, I had a, a Mac right. back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And they can tell you uh, I had receptions. <laughs> Like in the nineties, I, I I had a receptionist with a computer. Most black 
people, and then, they didn't have a computer. Absolutely, absolutely. And I have kept up with technology. Mm. I, I learned how to program in MS DOS. Right. I taught myself <laughs> how to do a computer. Listen, if I want, I, I can, I, I can get a book and I can teach myself anything. I taught myself how to speak French. Mm-hmm. I taught myself how to. I've wow. recorded a CD. I taught myself. I, I set up a studio. I taught myself MIDI. I taught myself just by reading. I taught myself how to do, program MS DOS. I do my own websites. I do my own SEO. Congratulations. Because I, once I read, I understand, I can do it. You know, and I think the Lord just gave me so many talents. I use every talent he gave me. Well, well, that's great because yeah. guess what? Uh, first of all, I want to thank you for coming mm-hmm. on the show. My pleasure. I hope it was a pleasure. My because, pleasure. Uh, know this, that I, mm-hmm. I promote anything you're doing. Thank you. And know I'm a friend and a fan. <laughs> thank the renowned you. one. The renowned thank one. You. So thank you. Make sure to get a banner to me. Okay. So I can promote your drive to your traffic mm-hmm. on your to your website. Okay. And uh, you keep winning. And thank you for coming on Money Making Conversation. My pleasure, my pleasure. <laughs> I had fun. Thank you so much. Alrighty. You need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. So, go to buyraycon.com iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart.